As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This week, the guys talk about the most annoying thing people do on the road and the stops they make while driving. Also, they talk about the NBA and prove how little they know about the NHL. We hit cell phones, dream VCRs, and more this week on Just Press Play. How many losing seasons does Tom Brady have to have before you can fire him? It's another another Sunday. Got the guys here. We're recording another episode. We got Liff and we got Pops and L in the cut. What's um, going on? So so guys, so let's go ahead and uh, let's go rip the bandaid off. This week it was at the Twitter blew up, social media blew up. What what did you hear? Are you, are you Yanny or Laurel? What what did you guys um, hear? Okay, the first time I heard Yanny, and actually I heard Yammy. Y a m m y is what I heard. Yammy. Yammy. Okay. And then what was that? Say it, that one more time. Yammy. yammy. <laughs> That's about what it sounded like. <laughs> okay. And so then like the next day or something, maybe you had put a tweet out, Kevin, or something okay. that I saw and I played then and I heard Laurel, Laurel. And so then, I mean, I don't know. Is it the same? I think they there's some change in speed or something. I can tell you what's doing. going on. I can Maybe that's what I was hoping the sound guy could tell us what the hell's going on. Well, first, L, can you just tell what did, did you hear one thing What'd the whole hear? time or did it change up well, on you? So, so I only saw it from your tweet, Kevin. I guess uh, we're avid followers here. Um, but I I heard uh, I heard Laurel the first time and then Andrew shouted from the kitchen. Yeah. What What do you hear? What do you hear? And then so I played it again. I heard Yanny. And then the rest of the time I heard Laurel and I can't unhear Laurel. So I heard Yanny one time. Um, but just Laurel. What about you, bro? Well, so it, it threw, so the first thing I saw, I, I like read something on it kind of, and then it said like, you hear what you, what you expect to hear. So like if you, if you pull it up and you're trying to hear Laurel, then you would hear Laurel and vice versa for Yanny. But that didn't, when I heard it the first time, and that's what I'm kind of with dad, I wanted to make sure the second time it was the exact, I know it was the same video because I went back to that tweet and played that video. But the first time I heard Yanny, no doubt. Didn't hear Laurel at all. I thought it was a joke. I thought people were just. Yeah, like, me too. I thought people were just saying they hear Laurel to make everyone else go back and listen to it again. Because like, no, there's no way. But then like six hours later, someone I know said, hey, what did you hear? I heard Laurel. And I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. There's no way that says Laurel. So I played <laughs> yeah, it back. Why you just. Yeah. I played it back thinking they're just trolling me. And it was the same video that I listened to before. And as clear as day, I heard Laurel. And it blew my mind that I could hear two different things on the same video. And then it went. But then I I listened to it just before we started recording today. And I'm hearing Nanny every time. So I don't hear Laurel anymore. But I did at one point hear Laurel for sure. All right. I'm dying. What sound guy? What the hell is going on? Well, okay. So I've only done a little bit of research. And I'm basing most of this off of just my experience, which was brief. But 
the way it seems to work is that both of the words are said on top of each other and they're said in different frequency spectrums. Right. So depending on which speaker you're listening to and what your ear is tuned towards, you're going to hear a certain one. So like, I think the Yanny is quite a bit higher mm-hmm. in the frequency spectrum. So if you're listening on, like say a cell phone, you're more likely to hear Yanny because the speakers don't have a very good low end. Whereas if you're listening on a pair of headphones, you're more likely to hear Laurel because they have a bigger depth of field. That actually that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Huh. So that's what I'm does, pretty sure is happening. Does it have anything to do with like, I know, um, remember, I remember back in the day when like razors were the phone back in middle school and you could Bluetooth ringtones. There was like a, yeah. a loud, loud, like high pitch frequency that we would switch around and adults couldn't hear it. So like our teachers couldn't hear the beep, but the students yeah, so, could hear it. So does this have yeah. anything to do with like your age may tell what you're what you hear in this? Uh, I think video, they're going to be is both. It totally different. I well, no, this is it's the same 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 world we're dealing with. We're talking about frequencies, um, and but I think the the truth of the matter is they're both in frequencies that the human ear hears pretty well, regardless of age and ear health. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's going to matter how old you are, but um. But yeah, it's totally the same idea of like, it's just, that's a spectrum that's too high as your ears degrade. This is just a spectrum that is more audible on certain devices and speakers. So it's similar, but different. It definitely interests me. It's like, you know, it's the, the blue, the gold dress or blue dress, the thing that went on about, it seems like, well, no, it's probably a couple of years ago, but these things always yeah. interest me because it's just crazy to me that two people can be hearing this. Like me and dad can be listening to the same thing and hear perception is insane, two different things. Right? And it's hard to it's hard for you to grasp. Like if if me and dad are watching the same video and hearing two different things, I just I just he has to be lying to me. I feel like because right. I hear it in the in same because in his I, eyes. Yeah, because the things we use to to gather evidence is our five senses, and if one of your five senses guarantees you that that's saying Laurel, it's not like. It's not like I think it's saying Laurel if I really listen carefully, but it's definitely saying it. Then yeah. how can you possibly believe somebody else to hear something different? Um, so, yeah, totally. It comes back to that. Like, is my red your red question? You know? Yeah, it's the same sort oh, of idea. Absolutely. And yeah, who knows? Yeah. All right. So let's go on to I'm going to go ahead and kick off the best and worst for this week. And All right. I just think it's insane what I don't watch a ton of hockey. Uh, much at all, really. But to, was it yesterday, I think, the Vegas Golden Knights won to advance to the Stanley Cup finals to the, the championship round? Which I didn't see that, but yeah. They're the expansion mm-hmm. team. So they, but they were, they, like, their Twitter, their, um, like, the Vegas Golden Knights Twitter said a year ago today, and, you know, you're supposed to, like, you put some, like, funny thing of here's what happened a year yeah. ago today. They're like, we weren't a team. We probably were having some sort of <laughs> meeting about making this team. And it was just yeah. crazy. An expansion team. It's got. It's the first expansion team in any of the four major sports to just post a winning record in the regular season, and they're now going to the championship. And this is a team of just. They picked off like the tenth player, twelfth player of each team, and they've made it good enough to go to the championship. It's just insane to me. I saw this thing uh, talking about why that can happen in hockey, but can't happen like okay. for the Texans or whatever. And why? And, yeah. Uh, I, it was a long time ago that I read it, but basically the, I think the gist of it was that hockey is a true team sport and that like, there's not really a position that is just straight up more important than any of the others. And so making a full team is more important than getting that number one pick, you know, like 
it, it doesn't matter in football. You've got to have like a, a handful of people that are the best at their position to have a shot at the Super Bowl. Whereas in hockey, you can have a whole bunch of people that are in the top half and that's going to be better than other teams because, you know, maybe they've got a Yamir Yager that costs a lot of money or something like that. Like Ovechkin's so, good and he's going to cost you a ton of money and he'll get some really good goals. But at the end of the day, you'd rather have five players playing well together yeah. than one that's just. Yeah, I I get that, but I think that an expansion team winning the championship kind of hurts the validity of your sport a little you bit. Think so? I mean, I wouldn't want a I wouldn't want an expansion NFL team to to win it all. I mean, well, I would because it's a process uh, to go to what some people have used. Yeah, but but, it's a, but that's the thing about the expansion is it's a shortcut to the process. You get to instead of picking you know some people and hoping that they pan out in five years, you get to go ahead and kind of hand pick a. You can't take the top three players from any team or whatever, but you can kind of handpick some veterans that are really going to well, fill out positions on your squad. And if you could have the second best defender on four teams and you can have the second best offensive players on four teams, then like, you know, you're looking at a pretty solid offense yeah, or a pretty I, solid I uh, first first wave of people. And then you end up with like depth, real depth. Yeah, the, the way but, it's supposed to be where they, they get the. Theoretically, they should get the 10th to 12th best player from each team. Well, so, but so if you're taking the 10th to 12th best player on each team, how many players are on a hockey team? I don't have that information in front yeah, of me, but I, I, don't I would imagine it's something like 30, right? That seems okay. I mean, on the floor to give well, it down. I don't uh, even know. We need, we need John Payne. Yeah, we need But I think John on the Payne. floor, we're looking at like eight people. Well, you got like okay. three front court, three back court, a goalie, and maybe, I think it's maybe seven. So you've got seven, but you've also got like, uh, you know, waves of people that come in and out because hockey's all about depth and it's all about having, you know, your your first line and your second line and your third line are all pretty good. And if you're taking a, a top half player from each team, um, yeah, you're missing out on the Ovechkins, but like you still well, are taking solid depth that would be in the second round of of players coming out on any team in the league. Well, I know some fans so that's pretty intense. Some fans, and this is kind of to argue or to go with Dad's point, is some fans believe that winning should take time, and they point out that uh, franchises like the the Toronto Maple Leafs haven't won since 1967, and then you're getting this Vegas Golden Knights team who could win the first year. And the NHL tried to change the they they changed the player protection rules in the expansion draft to give the Knights a better opportunity of forming a good roster. And so the rules were the 30 other teams were allowed to protect seven forwards and three defensemen and one goalie. So that means the Golden Knights, in theory, would land the 10th or 12th best player on every team's roster. You wouldn't think that would be enough to – because like you're saying, El, you're not getting the the Ovechkins or the Crosbys or any or the Malkins even, but you're getting the – you end up with the team. And a lot of people – I don't know hockey that much, but I know Barry Melrose when he talks about the Knights. He just says as far as team, they play like – the ideal team style of hockey that you would want to play. And that's, they built this roster all together. And it's just wild yeah. to me because I, I think of like the Texans or expansion NBA teams or anything where that it's really, that team is a joke for a year or two. I mean, you remember Derek Carr came in and was, it looked like he was playing with the bad news bears out there. He just got <laughs> pummeled because they're playing with misfits, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think that doesn't speak to how hockey is a different, I mean, that just speaks to how the expansion rules help out hockey without thinking about how it's different than other sports. Because if, if you could take the best, uh, the 12th best player on any football team, or I guess like thinking ratios, maybe the 30th best player on every football team, you're not looking at a superstar. Yeah. Um, You're not looking at a team that's even halfway good. 
But that's because the NFL, you need some real studs and positions and basketball is even worse. You know, if you can't pick up like three solid free agents in a summer, then yeah, then you're not, a, you're not then, moving up in the ranks. Yeah. You're not in the game. That's well, true. So, I don't know. It's just, I it's just wild. That says the hockey's better. I wonder, okay, real quick. I wanted to ask you guys, how much do you think the, the golden Knights uh, benefit from being in Vegas? So like when road teams are visiting, and they get to Vegas the night before. Well, I, there's got to be guys that go out the night before games, and they're they're a little hungover, don't you think? Or do you think that has nothing to do with? Uh, I think hockey's the one sport that I could see that really happening. I think if there's like a football team in in Vegas, those coaches are going to say, "Look, this is just you know, do your damn job, stop it." But in hockey, there's still a little bit of that like lumberjack flair where it's like we're just a bunch of dudes playing a sport. There's it's not as like. <laughs> glorified, you know. So I feel like yeah, they, it, yeah, they're. It totally, wouldn't shock me to see a hockey player smoking and drinking after well, a game. You know, oh, no. like in the I, old I, old NFL I bet you the Stanley something. Cup has been used as an ashtray more times than can be counted. <laughs> well, I know back when the the yeah. Knicks actually formed a decent roster in the in the Patrick Ewing days before they just became the joke of the NBA. <laughs> they they their record on Sunday day games were really really good because visiting teams come to New York on Saturday. <laughs> spend the night going out and then to wake up for a noon noon Sunday game. They just weren't at their tip top shape and the New York players are used to it. I, I, I do that. think there's gotta be something yeah, yeah. Eastern time. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I think that's funny. And then hell, it might help out the Raiders for visiting teams coming to play the Raiders. They might, they might uh, do a little party in the night before in Vegas, but it usually does go. I think, I think dad mentioned kind of a, a, maybe a more important point to that though, is it does seem like it, affects players to move from West coast to yeah. East coast negatively more often. Yeah. Yeah. So than the other way. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that was a very long winded best. We kind of got, we got, we yeah. got in the, the hockey. We, that, that needed to have some John Payne in it since we were going to get that big into hockey. But, uh, all right. Uh, dad, you got a best of the week. I tell you, I'm afraid it might be long winded. <laughs> go with so, it. Let's go. Our whole episode so, is best and worst. <laughs> so yeah, this is the whole episode. So I mean, I I do listen to some other podcasts, and so For I listened, shame. and I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin might have listened to this one. But uh, Bill Simmons had on Lou Adler. It was cool. Lou Adler. Lou Adler is the guy that sits next to Jack Nicholson at okay. the LA Forum and Staples Center. What a for weird guest. That's games. amazing. He, but so Lou Adler in his own right was a Grammy award winning music executive, writer, uh, producer. I mean, he, he's somebody in his own right. Uh, but I think what there's several things that really intrigued me with him. First off, he's close to the Lakers and he was talking about when they drafted Magic Johnson. And so when they drafted Magic Johnson, he said they were really looking at, wait for it. Sidney Moncrief. I, so I thought about that. I was like, Dad, well, I didn't realize Moncrief was like right wow. there next to Sidney Moncrief. This is the wow. 1979 draft. All right. Sidney Moncrief is the reason I'm an Arkansas Razorback alum. I mean, yeah. he's the. I loved Sidney Moncrief as a basketball player. I watched him play, you know, every game I could, listened to him on the radio back in the day. But anyway, wow. and the thing is, is if you go back, and I don't know if Eric's still listening to us, but Eric would remember he was Eric Elkins, big Lakers fan, right? And Norm Nixon was the point guard. At they the had Lakers. a point guard when they drafted they Magic. They had a hell of a point guard in Nixon, and they drafted Magic. They were the, This guy, Lou Adler, was saying, really, Moncrief fit us better. He's a two-guard. Yeah, Moncrief was the right you choice, know, but it turns he out. He was the right choice, but he goes – Thank God we picked magic. And I can't disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, magic is uh, oh, magic is magic, magic. magic. Yeah. Uh, 
But so, okay, a few more things about this. So uh, uh, the 1979 draft. So I did a little wormhole searching, and I've got to go over this, so I'm still on my best. Do you know who the second leading scorer in the 1979 draft is? You will never guess. I won't do it to you, Kevin, because I know you hate these people. I don't know, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Well, well, this one you can narrow it down to NBA better. players. Yeah, this one's it's a, a little, little better. <laughs> you, Bill Lambeer, what? really no. is the number two score no. from the nineteen seventy nine draft. Old yes, push him was, around, Bill. It's, it it's it's Magic Johnson one, and then the second leading scorer was Bill Lambeer. He was drafted sixty uh, fifth out of Notre Dame. <laughs> went to Cleveland. Of course, most of his the big part of his career was with Detroit yeah. and the Bad Boys, right? The number three pick was Bill Cartwright, or the number three leading scorer was Bill Cartwright. He was chosen. He was the number three pick, and uh, Sidney Moncrief was the number five pick in that draft. He went to Milwaukee. He had a great career mm. uh, in his own Not life. a Magic Johnson but, career. But, okay, last thing. Last thing on uh, Lou Adler. So he owned the Roxy, which is a nightclub. Which is I, I, in, that's like a bucket list to go to the Roxy. Oh yeah, to go to the Roxy. But so he was talking about what kind of what kind of acts did you have there? He goes, well, I, I came here. He had Bruce Springsteen. He said somebody else really cool. And then he said had Bob Marley. Had Bob Marley on one of his first shows uh, in the states. Guess who opened for him? Who? Jesus. Cheech and Chong. What? Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Cheech and Chong, are you kidding me? Uh, Opening for Bob Marley. I, that's I a believe show. he said that was the God. best show they ever had. He said, Bill Simmons said, what was the best one? And he said, Bob Marley. The Bob Marley show was. Boy, the, the air was dense in that building. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> so that was actually long story to get to that, but probably my best would have been, I wished I could have been at the Bob Marley show that <laughs> Cheech and Chong opened at the Roxy in oh LA. My oh my God, that would have been great. That's crazy. I will say, I it, that was a really cool guest, that that whole, the, that Bill Simmons podcast with Lou Adler. I mean, I, I didn't even know who that was. I didn't I, either, Kevin. And I know of the Roxy Theater, and I know of Jack Nicholson sitting courtside. I didn't know there was even a person that sat with him all those times. I just thought, that is so cool. And some of the stuff he talked about, how he could hear the players chatter, and they kind of got to know some of the players. I just thought, it's so cool. Yeah. And he just, would say, like, he'd say, Bird would say, he'd say, hey, Jack, I'm fixing to hit a three on the left-hand side or whatever. And, and then he'd go do it. Yeah. You know, you know so, real quick, Dad, I, I, Bird. I was seeing some blasphemy on Twitter here recently where some NBA fans uh, that are of my age show like a picture of Larry Bird and say, there's no way this guy's even averaging 10 in today's game with the athletes we have in today's NBA. That is just ignorant. I mean, that is insane. Larry Bird would be a stud right freaking. I understand that he might not look the part of just the stud of the NBA, but Larry Bird used to tell people I'm about to score from right here on the floor I'm going to shoot a three here. And then he would go do it to him. I don't think I mean, he was doing this to Magic Jordan. I mean, Larry Bird was amazing. Yeah. Are you going to say Jordan wasn't a great athlete and Bird held his own? Well, I mean, Jordan was amazing, but Bird, Bird was amazing. If you didn't see Bird play, I'm sorry. You missed something. What a great player. It just, I've seen it multiple times and it's younger fans say there's Bird is in it's a day's game that, that, at, that guy wouldn't correlate and be as good. And I'm like, okay, he might not be. 30 a game, but he's still holding his own. He's going to be one of the top five players in the league right now. Drop him in any era. Okay, well, I, I'll i get off on that. I just thought it was crazy <laughs> that people say that. But, LJ, mm-hmm. what do you got for the best of the week? 
Well, uh, picture says a thousand words, right? So I've got a thousand right. words to say. Also, I sent you guys a picture. I've got uh, I've got the the acoustic panels up on my wall, and it they is look sweet, the coolest looking. They're effective. They really they make the room sound better. Makes my room look professional. Like I feel like I'm a recording pro. So I'd say that's my best is getting that in the mail and checking that out. So. Did you get that, Kev? Oh, oh, you're having to look at it. He's having to look at his phone to get it. So. That is yeah, pretty sweet. I figured, yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool, right? So that's that's really all mm. I got. But but I think that's pretty badass. I dig it. Well, I, LJ, let's stick with you. Do you have a worst of the week? or? Okay, so I sent you guys a picture. And yeah, and I'm going to post it in the show notes, of course, uh, where you can find it, uh, jpppod.com. And uh, the, the moral of the story in this sequence of pictures is don't buy cheap Velcro. <laughs> Um, so my beautiful wall is, uh, is now, uh, is just a wall again. So, so my worst is, so uh, all those, all those, oh, so it, oh, they fell. I walked away for 10 minutes. I walked back in here. Everything <laughs> was it looked like the second. Oh, <laughs> oh God. except for those two that are just hanging on. Oh, <laughs> so yes. We got minutes, to put this on the 20 website. 20 minutes. I was out. Uh, so it looked like the first picture, and then twenty minutes later, it looked yeah. like the second yeah. picture. Okay, yep, that was yep, that was my worst. Um, so get, get I, good I've velcro. Got, uh, I still new, Got some new stuff. I'm gonna. I'm still. I've got a bare wall in front of me right now, but I'll fix it tonight with uh, new sticky. So it'll all so be good. So if if you learn nothing <laughs> else from yeah. the the Just Press Play Pod, learn <clears throat> from today's episode. Just know that if you're getting Velcro, get go ahead and velcro. buy it for the good stuff. It's kind of like. <laughs> Velcro, yeah, toilet paper, and underwear. Just go ahead and get 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 good. <laughs> yeah, don't skip on it. Do you know that we found one more roll of that shitty toilet paper <laughs> here at the house? There. I thought we had gone through all of that. There was one more roll of that worst toilet paper, <laughs> that John Wayne toilet paper. Won't take shit off nobody. <laughs> it was terrible. I got it. I, I threw hope, it I away. hope you went and started a fire in the fire pit it. and just went ahead and burned it because it just it needs to be taken out of mankind. <laughs> it needs to be out of the yeah, out of the gene pool. That's funny. For my worst of the week, they you know they say it's uh it's never too late to go chase your dreams, right? Your childhood dreams. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, I don't know if you saw this story, but a 25 year old who was a victim in Hurricane Harvey decided that he was going to go try to relive his high school basketball oh, days, <laughs> and he tried to play varsity basketball. And not only was it so he was dropping buckets on people. I mean, he was averaging like 30 and 15, but not because only he's 10 years older. So, but here's what you start going through this. And some of the things that really catch your eye, this 25, not only did a 25 year old think I'm going to go back into basketball. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to go play varsity, but he went to the same district of his old high school that he graduated from. So that's, so like because he, he didn't play, didn't, right? He was really good. Oh, he was dominating. Somehow the they day. didn't know, right? Yeah, well, and he was dominating again. Like the reporters have got to recognize him, right? Like that's well, that's what I want. So he was a twenty-five-year-old guy that went back and acted like he was an eighteen-year-old senior in no, high school. No, better. He <laughs> said he enrolled as a freshman. <laughs> so what did the guy think? I'm going to play for four years? Did he think he'd be at twenty-eight as a senior, like still playing? <laughs> It was insane, oh and God. he was doing – he was killing. Now he's facing all kinds of charges for imposing as another person's identity. But here, here's just the, the initial thoughts was he didn't even switch districts. He was given high school teams 30 and 15, and no one thought, well, who's this random guy that looks like a grown man random that's dropping freshman. 30 and 15 <laughs> on us? He enrolled as a freshman, so what did he expect? He's going to get four years. 
And also, even the the worst part of all this, apparently he was dating a 14-year-old in the high school. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, God. Okay. That, that just, takes yeah, it from that funny to it. just like, dude. To not so much. It just, oh, it's, yeah. I just don't understand how this doesn't get, how this even went for a game. If not more, if this happened back in Texarkana and some, somebody who graduated from PG tries to go over to Liberty Isle four years afterward, everyone in the town knows. Like, it's just insane. Yeah. Trey, no, but this is a kid from PG going back to yeah, PG. Yeah, Trey well, Rice playing running back for the Hawks. <laughs> no, he went to a different school, but same district. Oh, in district. the same so, district. So, like, they played so Trey went okay. to LA. Yeah. It just is insane. And I just couldn't believe that this guy – there's so many flaws in this story, but one of the best documentaries I've ever seen is a similar story. And I'm kind of spoiling a little bit, but it's still really worth watching is about this guy It's called imposter. Check it out. Um, but it's about this guy that, uh, that pretends to be, uh, 10 years younger than he is and like moves in with a family that had a missing son. And it is bananas. Like you've got to watch this documentary. Okay. Seriously. Hmm. Okay. Well, and that, the, my, my, then my last thought when I read that was, wow, when does ESPN start the 30 for 30 of the 25 year old that went back and yeah. tried to play, play high school sports? Right now. Yeah, let's go ahead and get it started. <laughs> Actually, your tagline's pretty good. What if I told you you were never too old to chase your dreams? That's perfect. <laughs> what if I told you <laughs> that would be it's never too old to chase your childhood dreams? <laughs> and one man, that's perfect. <laughs> that, is, that is the commercial. <laughs> Oh. oh, okay. Sorry, Dad. Do you have a, a worst of the week? Or yeah, I do. I, I kind of do have a worst. I, I've I've learned that my my beautiful bride told me from last week's uh, pod that she listened to that apparently, and it is obvious, I have trouble saying some <laughs> words. Okay, and one of those words is attentive. So I was saying. Attentive. <laughs> you do. You do. That was okay. Funny. Yeah, that's right. I did. I say. I didn't even notice. I say attentive. <laughs> and there's another word I have trouble with. It's it's lightning. I try to say lightning. <laughs> like like, like lightning can't. outside or. It, yeah, when it's when it's lightning. <laughs> I, well, I so how do you do? How do you do the gerund on that though? How do you do if it is currently in the process of of lightning? How do you, what is the how verb? Do you add the like, what, is the, the what is the verb? Well, I, I would go lightning, lightningning. I would do lightningning. I think that's what I would grammatically say. okay. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's like a tentative. It's not okay. Well, it's that one's not. Yeah, that one's a made up word. <laughs> it's lightning outside. Well, it's and better than Kevin no, with I admirable. Mean, so <laughs> you know, I do want to pronounce words. Yeah, correctly. you just say I mean, you I just know, say like um, it's thundering. Yeah. It's thundering and lightning outside. You don't say lightning. Yeah, but I would want to say it's thundering and lightning outside. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was I guess that's my worst and a part of my best because I've learned it. I've practiced at it now. There you go. I like a waitress that is attentive. <laughs> there you go. Attentive. There so you go. Do, do All you, right. Did you hear Laurel or did you hear Yanny? When I, said <laughs> I heard attentive. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. You heard attentive. I've absolutely. I drove up to the river by myself and practiced on it. I'm, I'm telling you, for the for those out there, there's another for, word for the I'll listeners out there. Too. I want you to. I'm 100 confident that on his way down to the river, he just sat there in his truck going lightning, lightning, ning, lightning, ning, ning, and then and then fixed himself. <laughs> no, absolutely. That is exactly <laughs> what happened. If people would have passed me on the road, they would have seen me going attentive. Attentive. <laughs> It'd be like the Merriam-Webster thing, like when they pronounce the words. That's what I sounded like doing. Oh that. my so, gosh! But it was. Well, a, I'm glad it was a learning oh. lesson. It was a learning. I, I 
I'm better. I won't I won't go attentive again without it being funny. Or Well, I'm kind of glad that came up because I was thinking the other day about Kevin and his inability to say admiral and uh and how David uh uh David Robinson is the admirable. And so I was thinking that's got to mean that Tim Duncan is the sergentleman. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we can get off. Uh, it was more. It was more fun making fun of the words that Dad can say. Um, <laughs> what if I told you you could relive the glory days? That you really are never too old to chase your childhood dreams. That no one would notice. This is the story of one man who just couldn't close the yearbook. The Just Press Play podcast presents The Man That Went Back 25-year-old Hurricane Harvey victim enrolling as a freshman to dominate the same district he graduated from. Hey, so, so dad, we got, I don't know if you saw the news, but, uh, ESPN is going to, or Netflix is going to be making, they've agreed and with Michael Jordan to do a 10 hour documentary of Michael Jordan. Uh, I am all in here. I've already, I'm calculating the 10 hours that I'll be wasting in watching this documentary. (laughs) And I am scheduling it. I'm really intrigued by it because I've, I've always thought this. And I think, uh, you'll, you'll be interested in it too, dad, but I just think, the more, and I think it's the reason we don't have one of these documentaries already on Michael Jordan, is because I think there's some. We're in a day and era with LeBron James and some of the athletes now, where they're so transparent. They're out on Twitter. You learn all this stuff about them. And I just think there's a lot in Michael Jordan's past with the gambling and the the yeah. poker and all the different mm-hmm. stuff. And maybe he wasn't the best teammate ever. And I just think the reason we don't have a huge opening into Jordan's life is because maybe there's some things that would make him not as favorable in everyone's eyes. Yeah, maybe. And so I'm interested to see if this if this documentary touches on that or if it just gets on his basketball career. I don't know. I'm I'm totally interested in watching Me this too. documentary. Oh, now. you know, I'm I'm all in. Mm-hmm. I think it's scheduled for 2019 is when it's supposed to happen. Okay. Oh, I'll watch that. Uh, you bring up Kevin, uh, social media and NBA. You know, I yeah. don't know if you remember, but the first time I heard of Twitter, it was a place where you can interact with Shaq. Hmm. Really? That's, I think the NBA put Twitter on the map. Hmm. Well, because the idea of. Go ahead. Well, and that's where the NBA dominates every other league. The NBA is taking off. We mentioned it last week, LJ. It's a lot due to NBA Twitter. It's due yeah. to people get on Twitter and they talk NBA. They do all this stuff. And the reason NBA has done so good in that is. Baseball and the MLB and the NFL try to police it, and even college sports they police what you like. Yeah. What you can put as the little Image highlights, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so they don't let you put like you can't put like the Odell Beckham catch can't go on because if the NFL sees it, they'll take down your tweet and say you don't have the rights to distribute our product. Right. And the NBA's let that go. They're saying, I mean, there's people like Worldwide Wob. I don't, y'all probably don't know who it is. This guy named Rob Perez who has de- basically dedicated his life to he watches NBA league pass and puts up the highlights like he'll put up a here's the LeBron dunker here's the funny thing that happened at halftime here and it's just all the different things that go on during NBA night and since there's so many games as a fan you can't catch it but so I can go to his Twitter and basically see all the fun stuff that happened the night before in the NBA 
And the NBA's now thrived off that because people got into the game. They start, they go viral every night because James Harden made Wesley Johnson fall or, or LeBron dunked on someone. And the MLB's like, no, we don't want you to put our amazing play and show how great our athletes are because you don't have the licensing to do so. Yeah. It's just dumb. The NBA's decide, that's why, another reason why Adam Silver is as good as it gets when it comes to commissioner of the league. That's present in video games too. Uh, A lot of, companies will take down like people who stream video games for a living. They'll take down videos if you're playing their video games because they worked hard on it. Other people are just enjoying it instead of buying it. They're just watching somebody else play it. And uh, so people are striking it down. But then the most successful video games like Fortnite are just saying, whatever, have fun, like just show off our work. And because all it does is get people hyped up about your product. And that's you're exactly right. That's what all it is. It's making everyone talk about the NBA and Fortnite. So like, Dad mentioned the other day, dad was like, I almost feel like he, he, you said you almost felt like you should play Fortnite because you see it, you hear about mm-hmm. it so damn yeah, much. When was the last yeah. game you thought that about? It's probably been a bit that you thought you had to play, right? God, I don't even want to say uh, you know, the last game I played <laughs> with any regularity. Dailyus accountant encounter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Zelda. 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 Was, Zelda. Uh, but no, we played oh Donkey God. Kong since Zelda. We, you, you're right. We did play some Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. With, uh, but yeah, uh, Super Nintendo was was your glory days. Yeah, that was. Yeah, <laughs> you even got God, your like little pro controller man. too, with like the joypad and the the uh, buttons with yes, the turbo. I mean, oh I yeah, <laughs> I think I've still got that controller somewhere. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> I think I might. <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. Hmm. Well, I wanted to transition. We'll touch on a little. There's not much going on. The, the NBA has not been too great so far in the in the uh, Western and Eastern Conference Finals. We're just waiting for the finals, right? That's the yeah, best well, thing to play here. Well, well I mean, oddly, Houston it's Golden a little State, different. The Houston but, Golden State, maybe. But the, the, the main point the game's is... Tonight. There's a game tonight, right? There, there's a game tonight. But what I was going to get to was there's been five games played so far. The Cavs yeah. are down 2-1 to the Celtics, and... The Warriors and Rockets are 1-1. They're tied at one apiece. But okay. so five games have been played, and all five have been uh, double-digit victories, which is the first mm-hmm. time ever that the first five games of the conference finals have all been blowouts. And so as, as you're watching, it's kind of boring. But it, I, I, like Dad mentioned, the it's funny, though, the way we overreact to things. You know, after game one of the Warriors-Rockets, the Warriors looked really good, and we're like, all right, the Rockets are going to get swept. They're just not good enough to beat the Warriors. Then the next game, the Rockets come out and beat them, beat the crap out of them, twenty points, and you just see. And then the the in the other round, you got the Celtics beat the Cavs two games in a row, and both of them pretty convincingly. And now the the Cavs respond with the big winning game three. So I just think, what what's the rule? The the series doesn't start till a road team wins, Dad. Till a road team wins, yeah. Till the home team loses. But now, hey, on the Houston Golden State, because I think that's the only series that counts because the. The winner of that series is going to win the NBA title. In that's my the opinion. finals, really. Uh, that's the finals, in my opinion. But Houston did something that they had to do. They changed. They were playing that isolation ball, that pick and roll up top with the guy standing still, and it didn't work. Golden State abused them at home. And the second game, they started. They would. They would maybe pick and roll, but they kept cutting. They kept cutting inside and passing out. They yeah. kept moving the ball to the open man. And and they won pretty convincingly and made me think they made me think this could be a good series because after the first game I thought Golden State's gonna kick their ass, it's over, there's just gonna be no good game left in this this year. And now Houston's making me believe that this could be I would like tonight's gonna be a good game, I think. I, I yeah. hope so. I I think the only thing 
I saw with it is I think the first game was more likely to repeat itself than the second game in my eyes, Dad. Just because in game two, we I think we, we want to get excited about it because we just want someone to compete with the Warriors because the Warriors are so good. But if you look at how they won that game, you're all right, but they also got – Huge contributions like P.J. Tucker scored 20. He was hitting threes. Trevor Reza was hitting his threes. Eric Gordon was hitting his threes. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't think that's as likely to happen as – and we haven't seen Steph Curry even get off yet. He hasn't even had a good game yet, which I also wanted to ask why – how come every time Steph Curry has a bad game, he's not healthy? Seems like we get, he gets an excuse for not being healthy a lot. Well, but Kevin, I think the reason those guys were hitting those threes is because they were more open. They were – I mean, they – when they were doing that pick and roll in the first game, the the defenders were not either James Harden or Chris Paul beat them, or they didn't get beat. That was it. So I think Golden State saying, "Okay, James Harden, if you can beat us by yourself, Chris Paul, if you can beat us by yourself, we'll we'll give it up. We'll we'll lose." But uh, and they can't. Neither one of those two guys can beat them on their own. But when they when they work and everybody's cutting and moving. They have a chance because they do have good shooters on Houston. There's yeah. no doubt. They will hit some of those shots, and they had more wide-open shots because of those cuts to the basket. Um, that, I mean, I just think they went away from the isolation ball, and it made a difference. If they go back to that isolation ball, if Clint Capella plays big minutes, as good as he is, if he plays big minutes, Golden State's going to win. Yeah. That's my thought. I just think the Rockets, it's what we've talked about before the year. It's what the Rockets have tried to do is – you're not going to beat the Warriors playing the Warriors game. So the Rockets are like, we're just going to try to outscore them. We're going to try to hit our threes. And so you're right. They need, for them to win, they need to be hitting threes. And for them to hit those threes, they need to be, ball needs to be moving around, be fluid offense. It doesn't need to be, James Harden can have his 40. The Warriors are totally fine with James Harden getting 50 if it means only James Harden's getting off. If that Absolutely. means PJ Tucker's not scoring, then that they're going to win. So I agree with you. I wanted to ask you if what was, what was it that, uh, during the, during the game two of the Cavs Celtics, which it was surprising to see the Celtics beat the Cavs two games so handily, but mm-hmm. it's it reminded me. Okay, so the other day when I came in town, we played me and some of the guys played basketball over at your house, Dad, and it's the first time we played basketball in a while. And man, did I feel like we I feel like we've gotten so much older in the past couple of years. We got to like five, and we were already going. All right, let's just play games to seven instead of going to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny what I noticed is. Look, if you, I don't know if you read, there's an article, Brian Windhorst, who's the LeBron guy. He's been covering LeBron since LeBron got out of high school. And he wrote this article that the way LeBron's been so effective in year 15 or whatever is that he's learned how to take off plays so he can basically like play on cruise control. And it's like what mm-hmm. me and uh, Cody talk about. It's what we play outside. When you start getting a little more, when, when you start losing that energy to just run around all the time, you play, you learn an old man game which is where you can quit getting back on certain plays or you kind of learn when to conserve energy. And then you notice it if you – you've probably noticed this before, Dad, when there's pickup games going on and there's different age groups. Like if you go to gym and there's like older men and younger men, the, the team with – even if they're not as good, if the team with the younger guys just can run all day and they just keep going, they end up outplaying the older team, even though the older team's like got, got – like LeBron's a good player, Jeff Green's a good – like they, they're smart, they know what they're doing. But you'll notice it in the game, they just – the Celtics outrun them to every single loose ball on defense. They move way faster. They get out quicker. And I just think that's what the Cavs look to me like the old team in the pickup game. Well, yeah, there's yep, still some I good agree. players out there, but they are taking off. You watch, you watch when guys get back, like the Celtics get a rebound and they'll have five guys get down the court and the, the Cavs only have three guys getting down the court because they're just old and tired. 
And it's just, it just looks like, a, I think that's why they're beating them. It's just energy, young and energy, and they're going to beat them. I don't think they'll end up beating I think, them. I think Boston, I don't know. I think Boston may get to the finals. I think there's a good chance they're going to get to the finals. And I still think whoever comes out of the West is going to win it, but. Uh, I could see the Celtics beating the Cavaliers. Oddly, I think the that. I think the Celtics have a better chance against the Warriors or Rockets than the Cavs do. As crazy I as that too. sounds, yeah. Because like we talked about, James Harden can't beat the Warriors by himself. Like that, the Warriors are fine with that. It's just like LeBron last year; he tried to beat the Warriors by himself and got beat four one. You can't beat that team by yourself. And the Cavs just play LeBron basketball. It's all him. And so I just it's, don't it's think him he doesn't have a the chance. Time. They might go if they get to the finals. I would think it's just a repeat of next last year, 4-1. They might win one game where LeBron goes crazy, but the Celtics at least play so, a team game. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, can we talk just a little bit about the draft? You know, they had that the the pick on the NBA, and so we know who the number one the, pick in yeah, the, the lottery is. The lottery, yeah. yeah. So do you I, – I, I watched a few highlights of this Luka. Luka Doncic, Doncic yeah. I think he's a player, man. He is. I think he is a player. Do you? It, it kind of reminds me of when it was Durant and who was the guy from Ohio State? The Greg old, old guy, Greg. Greg Oden. The, 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 you remember? The I know old, you remember Kevin. Old, he had like gray hair. And LJ may remember too. But I was like, yeah, he was eighteen. Looked like he was thirty-eight. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, I was KD. KD was the guy in that draft, and I think today's game. You really need that 3-4. The 3-4 guy is the guy that swings you. Um, there's some decent point guards in the NBA. I mean, most teams have a decent point Yeah, I'll tell you, point, point guard. guard's as deep as it's ever been right now. There's a lot it's of – As deep as it's ever been. So, it's that 3-4 guy. It's not a big man's game. It's the 3-4. And Doncic is that three that I think can post up, but he can handle the he's, – he's really a point forward. He's like Scottie Pippen. He, he reminds me a little bit of Scottie Pippen. Because he could bring the ball up the court, he can drive on you. He can stop and pop that three. Although he only shoots like thirty three. Yeah, but I think that's getting great three point shooter. Um, it's one of those. I'm just saying. I think Doncic is the guy. Well, and it's funny ha- over eight. It's funny that you mentioned. I agree, and it's the teams that have figured that out. Like you're saying that this is now a perimeter game, and you need it's because we're moving to a positionless basketball where the big man's kind of. You need a big guy, not necessarily like a, a Shaq, even though a Shaq I think would still be good, but you need someone like Capella who can switch off when you do pick and rolls or a Draymond mm-hmm. Green who can switch off. You you just need to have five guys that can all switch and play play defense, and that's what the Celtics realized. The Celtics are so good is because Marcus Smart can guard a four or a one. Al Horford can guard. He can't really guard the point guard, but he, he can switch off and at least – have decent defense and he can guard a three, four, or five. You look at what the you what know. the Warriors do that's so good. They can put that that death lineup or the Hamptons five, whatever you want to call that lineup, where they go Igadala, Thompson, Curry, Draymond Green, and Durant. All five of those guys can guard all five positions. You don't need to, mm-hmm. if you end up with that that Deon, the problem with with the DeAndre Ayton is as good as he can, maybe can be. If he can't guard, if he if he's going to get abused in switches on pick and roll, then you can't have him in crunch time minutes. You can't have him in when the game matters. Did I see Kevin? Tell me this: Is uh, Clay Thompson? How tall is Clay Thompson? Six seven. Damn, Clay Thompson is six seven, and he plays that two guard position. And I mean, he gets the ball and it's gone. Yeah. He is the fastest. I know you brought this up before. He dribbled like eighteen times in a game or whatever. <laughs> when he scored sixty one, ridiculously low. But I mean, this guy 
I didn't realize he was six seven. Well, that's why if you that, look at their lineup with the what they the reason the Warriors are so good and it's just going to what you said the way this the basketball is now you need the three the 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 stretch forward and guards those tall guys but you got Clay Steph Curry's the only one he's like six foot not great at defense but then after that they have Clay who's six seven Iguodala who's six nine. Durant's it says he's six ten. He's like seven. He's not six nine. He's six eight, six nine. Yeah, he's a small forward. Oh, I didn't God him. What an athlete. And then Durant's yeah. it says six ten. He's seven foot. And then Draymond Green's only like six seven, but he's good enough. He can play the he can guard centers. He can play he can guard any position. So that's what they do. They can guard all four all five can guard all positions. So they can switch around. You don't get them in mismatches, because that's what the NBA you try to get guys in mismatches. And there's just not there's not a weak spot on their defense besides Steph. But they move around so well. Well, the main thing I wanted to tell you is that I was right on KD over uh, Greg Oden, and we only time will tell. But I think Luka Doncic is the guy in this draft. I really do. He, I just, I think he's the guy in this draft. That's who I would tell. I, I agree one hundred percent. But so anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I've just I was a little interested. I think in I think you really draft, just wanted to so. toot your horn about being right on Kevin Durant, but. <laughs> well, perhaps, no, I agree. Luka Doncic is who is. I would take. I was really upset. So this year, I, I, well, I don't have to get on much on it, but tanking in the NBA is a big thing. And I've had to, I've, mm-hmm. the Rock, the Mavericks finally, Mark Cuban finally just said, screw it. At, we won that 2011 championship. And really, he, he hung on, Mark Cuban tried to hang on too long and kept trying to buy guys and, and be competitive without, because in the NBA, you either can go get stars like Miami did with LeBron and D Wade and Bosch to get them all together. And like the Lakers are going to try to do this offseason, or you just pull a Sixers and you bottom out and hope you get one of those, hopefully like Luka Doncic may be one of those cornerstone kind of guys to build your team around. And the Mavericks tried to do it without bottoming out. They didn't want to sell out and suck. And finally, Mark Cuban just said, you know what? We're going to do it. We'll suck. And I think Rick Carlisle absolutely hates it. But they sold out. We went through a whole year where I didn't watch like any Mavericks games because there's really we're not even trying to win games anymore. And then the lottery comes around and freaking we, we're supposed to get a top three pick and we end up with fifth. So we're not going to have a chance at Doncic or Aiton for that matter. And so it's just it's got to be hard for teams. Bagley. It's these tanking teams. It's just tough because you tank and then the lottery is the lottery. You don't know. And now. As a Mavericks, I'm like, well, we got another year of it. We're going to do it again. It's like what the Sixers went through for four years, and you'll endure it because look at the Sixers now. They got Simmons and Embiid and maybe Foltz. And well, I don't want to bore LJ too much longer, but one more thing on this because I know this isn't his exact thing. But so I'm looking you got up Kendrick Lamar toward eight. So go ahead. <laughs> you obviously got you got Aiton, you got uh, Doncic, you've got Bagley. Now, uh, I think Trey Young. You have to throw Trey Young in there. I believe Kinda. if you need a point guard, you. But he he's he's iffy. He's on the outside of that. Jaron Jackson, the guy at, at uh, Michigan State. Yeah. I don't. What what can you? Is he? What is he? Kevin a three? He's four, a he's a center. He? He's a seven foot center. But oh, he's a but center. he can switch. He he's really good. He's got a perimeter shot, so he can still like space the floor as as Dad likes to talk about. And he can block right. shots. He can switch a little bit. He kind of like Capello, where he can switch off on a guard if he has to a little bit. He's good. So Dallas is five. Yeah. Dallas will get one of those guys. Dallas, they'll probably but get they him got, or Mo uh, Bamba, which they're both about the same. I'm not a big Mo Bamba fan. I just uh, I don't think his game's going to translate as great. I know he's athletic. Same. He's long. I know that. I don't and know. Dad that called it's Kevin translate. Durant. So. <laughs> yeah. 
I just it's it's like you said, it's a game of perimeter guys. You need and I, that's why I don't think Trey Young's that great. Guards are watered down, centers are watered down. You need the two, three, and four to be really good players, be really versatile. And I think you got one at Doncic. I think he's the stu- I think he's by far away the number one pick. Aiden just because he maybe could be the next big power big big center to be just physically dominant. And I think it's a big drop off after that. I don't think Bagley's gonna be I, there's just a lot of things at Duke where I didn't like from him, where he kind of slugged off and didn't play super hard. His and, attitude, yeah. yeah, I agree. Things I don't like, I and I don't know. Mavericks got the fifth pick. Hopefully they get someone good, but it's part of the NBA. If you don't get that first or second, then there's usually a big drop-off from three or four. So, so I wanted to ask y'all a question. All right. I have been uh, – just recently, I, I went. I came in town to Texarkana this weekend, El, so I did some driving, went to Texarkana and back. And I was on the road a little bit. And I think one of the most – I don't understand. Is it not just a known thing if you're if you're not going to be driving? I know that the signs say slower traffic to the right. Some people just drive in the left lane. I don't oh, understand don't it. Don't even get me and started it, on it kind of drives me crazy. No, oh, it doesn't drive yes. me crazy. It pisses me off yes, is what it it's does. It's the worst. It's when they do that. Like, I just don't understand it. It's it's just if you're, if you're going to go – which – Sure, maybe I shouldn't be going five or ten over the speed limit. But if you're if you're going to go the speed limit, just get in the right lane. It won't bother you, and you just get in the Even right. Even if you're going over are, the speed limit, if you're going if you're going hundred miles an hour and nobody's in front of you, you're not passing anybody. Just get over the right lane. Get Who in the cares? right lane. Yeah, pass in the passing lane. Otherwise, move over. Yeah, oh, I, I just I I don't it understand so it. It drives me insane. I thought maybe this is just going to be. I wasn't. I wasn't sure if everyone because. And then I hate it because you'll start coming up, and now I'm driving up. I'm coming up on you. And I don't know, some people, if they see someone coming up in them in the left lane, they'll go, oh, let me get over in the right because that's where I should be. Whoops. But then now I don't know, should I go ahead and get over in the right? And, but maybe I'll get over and then you start to get over and then we end up with this weird little and both the, of us switching lanes. Just, just get over in the right. The Make it simple that, on everybody. The worst is the person that sees you coming up and they're like, oh, you ain't passing me today. And they speed up until the there lane closes back and then they slow right back down. Okay, I want to say oh. something to this because I drove from Texarkana to Fayetteville. I don't know how many times. And you're right, Kevin. So you get those little, it's it's, it's two lane and then it'll you'll get that double lane like in yours. A half pass. a mile. And yeah. invariably, yeah, long. you're behind somebody that's going 52 miles an hour or whatever in a 55 yeah. zone. And then when you get in that two lane where you could pass, they speed up to 65. Oh, my God. What's what? that? Oh, okay. That pisses <laughs> That's me why, off. Drive the same do, damn speed. I don't understand why it becomes a competition all of a sudden. <laughs> all of a sudden, you have to beat me. <laughs> and it's why? not like I understand it if you're looking at like a 1945 Ford or something like that and they don't have cruise control. But like you're talking about like a, a brand new Yukon or something. And it's just like they just want to be faster than you. Who cares? Ugh, you're right. And then you know what they're going to do, and, you know, and you, they're going to get it was going to go back down to where it's two lanes and you can't pass, and, and they're going to go, go back, back to, to their speed limit. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, why don't just let me pass? I don't understand. Uh, What's uh, the big deal? Uh, okay, it's also the same on like just full highways too. If you're driving on like I thirty and someone's driving uh, like the speed limit or maybe a little bit slower in the left lane. Or even if you're speeding in the left lane, just get over. Always be in the well, non-toss that's a, lane. You had, a, you, had a, you had a good point. If there's no one, if there's no one in front of you, just get over in the non-passing lane. Unless you're passing someone, yeah. get over in the other lane. There's a yeah. reason. There's a passing lane and a non-passing lane. It's also safer. That puts more distance between you and oncoming traffic. Why not? You know, like it's so. Also, I wanted so LJ. You've made. I, it's funny. I've made this drive from well. Fayetteville to Texas Canada and Fort Smith, Texas Canada. They're very. It's basically the same drive, cutting out a little bit, but. 
besides I always, like 20 I, miles, yeah. Yeah, and I've noticed you you do you you've met you and Hannah have made the drive from, you know, Chicago down through to Texarkana yeah. or Austin. So y'all probably do the same thing, but I always stop at I stop at Easy March because one, you know, they they they've helped put they've helped put some food they on put, the on the plates for the family. The food on the table, yeah, for a long time. That's for so, sure. Shout out to so Easy March. <laughs> so I stop at Easy March a lot of times, but I noticed that I will stop at the same Easy Marts yes. every time. And often oftentimes I get the same thing every time when I go in. Yeah. And I, I guess this is part of your business, Dad. You just people you get in, you get in people's routines. But I was wondering, do y'all do that too? Yeah. Like, is there, there's like a, there's an easy mark. Even if I'm not buying something on the way in, I naturally, I go ahead. I think my body naturally thinks, oh, it's time to use the bathroom when I start getting to this yeah. certain easy mark. Cause I right, always see that easy every mark. time. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's like, okay. There's, so there, yeah. I know for a fact, oh, there's been times where I know, okay, there's this easy mark coming up. It's like a brand new one and there's like really good bathrooms in it. And I know when it comes up. So like, if I have to, if I'm having to use the bathroom, I'll, I'll go like, ah, oh, I really got to go to the bathroom. Should I stop? And I know. Certain mile markers that mean like, okay, I'm about 10 minutes away from my easy mark that I always pee in. And so I think now there's <laughs> like the a light tower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the PZ mark. Yeah. <laughs> but it, so like now when I see, I see this little, there's like a light tower almost looking thing. And when I see that, it's like the, today or yesterday when I was driving, I saw that and I thought, Oh, I do need to use the bathroom. Like that told me I need to use the bathroom. So I stopped in and I went in and naturally I peed. And then I went over to the fountain drink, got a Diet Mountain Dew. And I got, and I got like the, the same kind of candy I always get. And I just was wondering, do y'all have your like go-to driving snacks? Go like I just stopped just to get it just because I wasn't even hungry, but I thought, oh, I need to get a snack while I'm here. Yeah. I, uh, short road trips, I'll get like, uh, you know, like a bag of combos and like a Gatorade usually. Long road trips, mm. gas station coffee is my favorite coffee, and uh, like some beef jerky. Beef jerky, That's, yeah, I like beef jerky. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm either beef jerky or I like something kind of kind of sweet. Something not necessarily like chocolate, but I want some kind of candy that's sweet. I've also I've gotten big into now. I get suckers. Suckers, yeah, yeah. It's, it's huh. Like the past like year, I've gotten into. I, I stop in this Easy Mart. I go get a Diet Mountain Dew and two suckers, like Blow Pops or Tootsie Rollers or Tootsie Pops. Really? Well, See. and that's huh. those are the cheapest like candy you can possibly get too. So that's well, that's, that's what I'm doing. Is it, I think it started when broke college kid, and I thought, okay, I can get this sucker. They last a while, and it's like fifty cents. So right. I'm getting bang for my buck here. And so that's why I would get those. I just, right. and it gets me something sweet. Cause a lot of times when I get a snack while driving, it's not that I'm hungry. I just feel like I need, yeah, same. I need something to kind of munch on. Absolutely. Mm. And, I'm a salty yeah, snack. I, I'm a, I'm not a sweet. I'm I a salty too. snack. I'm all about savory everything. Yeah, savory yeah, everything. Me, exactly. Yeah. Yep. I don't even dessert. Give me another steak. Really? Yeah, uh, there no we doubt. go. And now you're preaching to the choir. Me and Cody have said this forever. Like, don't don't ask me for dessert. Why don't you just bring? I just got done with my eight ounce. Now bring me a six ounce, like for dessert. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we can wind down. You got to cool down after you work yeah, out. Yeah, I'll take know? I'll take that. Uh, I'll take dessert medium, medium rare, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So okay, I'm at this conference one time. And it's two guys that are older than me. It was Harold Hicks and Ken Lovejoy. LJ, you okay. might remember them. Yeah, so remember uh, the older Lovejoy's. executives with our company. Yeah. And we're in a meeting and this phone keeps going off and it's ringing, you know, in the middle of a meeting and everybody's quiet. You're supposed to silence your phone. Well, Ken Lovejoy, he gets his phone out and he's hitting stuff and he's like, he's looking at it and it's still ringing. And finally <laughs> he, 
he somehow breaks it open, takes the battery out. He's got the battery in one hand, the phone in one hand, and it's still ringing. So he walks out the door just muttering, and the whole everybody's looking at him. And as soon as he gets out the door, Harold Hicks pulls his phone out of his pocket and hits stop. I don't know if Hicks knew it. He just was messing with Lovejoy, or I don't think he heard it. I think he was he couldn't hear that frequency. Oh, man, so, that's too funny. And oh, he's over here getting pissed good. off about his phone going off. Lovejoy's oh, got the battery in one hand, the phone in the other, and it's still oh, ringing. Man. That's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, it was a good one. Anyway. what? How do you answer a phone now with caller ID? Ooh. Do you... I mean, so... You know, I mean, invariably, I want to go like, say, Ned at the river's calling me, okay? And y'all may know my buddy Ned at the river. Okay. So I, I see it, and it's it's Ned. And so the other day, he calls, and I go, hey, Neddy. Well, it happens to be Dana. His wife's calling on his phone. Sure. So, you know, which is not that big a deal. Right. But right. so what I find myself doing is just going, hello, just like in the old days when you had no idea who was calling. So, I mean, it might be Herschel calling me, and I'm like, hello. I mean, or do I go, what's up, father-in-law? What's up, dude? You know, how do y'all do that? Well, it's. I think you're asking two people. Like, I remember when we got caller ID, I also didn't use the phone very much before that. So, the so I've always kind of lived in this, right? You don't know a um, life without caller ID, I guess. Not really, really not particularly. Yeah. Like, I remember there were times that, like, uh... Oh, I can't think of any any person right now, but like people would call and I'd be like, uh, well, I'd be excited to answer the phone because I knew somebody was calling, but you still have to answer if you don't know. But we got caller ID when I was in like sixth grade and that was like the peak of mm. when I started using communication. And so. Uh, so, yeah, I think I mean, I answer I have a different sort of response to different sorts of people like with you guys. I'll say okay. sup or something like that. But like if it's like someone with work, I'll say like hello or but but I generally just assume that who's on the caller ID is who's there. Yeah, I guess I've never really I've never thought about it either. I'm just so used to caller ID. I always I know like some mm. people won't answer the phone if their if their cell phone rings. Like say we're doing something we're doing something not necessarily busy, but they just don't really want to answer right right now. If they don't recognize the number, they just don't even answer it because it's like oh I don't even answer if I don't yeah, recognize, if I don't recognize the, number. the number. I probably leave won't me voicemail. Either. And well, that's where like caller ID has like made my life so much better than what I could imagine it was back in the like early 90s or something. Whereas like you just answered the phone because you never know if it's like, yes. your your mom or a creditor. OK, you know, there's no telling. What, I, what I hear you both saying is that you have a certain kind of answer depending on who's calling. Yes. Well, I mean, that's a yeah. lot of stress. It's like, oh, my God, how do I answer Herschel? Oh, my God. How do I answer? Well, no, you know, I. Well, first off, I think you're throwing names out there, which makes it more or like titles or something. You're like identifying the person. Sure. Whereas like if someone's calling me from Kevin's number, then it's probably either Kevin or like it could be, I guess, Cody because they're hanging out in Texarkana or something like that. So I'd still be like, sup, you know, like I still have the same sort of uh, for anybody that would be calling greeting. on Kevin's phone. You'd have the same yeah. kind of response. It's very yeah. rare that like I'd have a totally different response for somebody that could be on that line now that's now there so part of me gets you a little bit dad uh like if 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 my if your number pops up if your name pops up on my phone then i'm probably gonna answer phone you know i'm just like yo what's up or something i'm i, I don't know uh -huh. but and if if it's if it's tammy or something it's not like it's a big difference to just go like, oh this tammy and then we'll just talk you know it's not like i'm but, but tammy's calling you would you say hello or would you go hey tammy or what would you say 
probably what's up hey or hello or what's up i don't know i'd probably say hey Hi. so like if you called i'd say like what's up dude and then if tammy called i'd probably yeah. say hey but like if tammy called from your phone and i said what's up dude she'd be like it's tammy and i'd be like okay what's up dude yeah yeah like, that's I, no I don't, it wouldn't stress me now, out at all where no. it could come in a little bit of an issue is when my like i know me and my buddies have been known to answer the phone with an expletive if we know one of us <laughs> yeah. are calling so if it's the other one's significant like girlfriend or other calling off like ryan's phone like if ashton's call if it's ryan's phone yeah, i might yeah. say like she like what, what up ho what the like, if, it, if it's ryan i might be like what <laughs> yeah. up ho and then it's and then it's if that if that were to be ashton that'd be a little awkward she'd probably just laugh yeah, that would be awkward. she'd probably just laugh and it'd be fine but I, I i get your point there i think sometimes when me and my buddies are calling each other we don't always answer the most pleasant way and it's never anything against anybody it's just well maybe that's how i'm going to answer every phone call for the rest of my the life what up, every time yeah. just get used because then because then how can you be offended that's how yeah. he responds this to is everybody how I do that's this just, is just what i say that's just pops what up that's just pops. <laughs> <What's> up, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is funny though I, I haven't thought of a world i get Back in the day, you used to just you just answered the phone and had no idea what voice was going to come out on the other no. end. No, you you said hello and that's all you said because you have no idea who this is. Now every time they call, you've got oh, it's that damn car company from Longview trying to sell me an extended warranty. Them yeah. sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. So I wanted to For say sure. that also we've the the art of leaving a voicemail is gone today, and I hate it. No yeah. one leaves voicemail. Shoot, oh, if you I don't get it. an answer, oh, I like leaving God. a voicemail because I, I love getting a voicemail. I just think they're, I, I like a good, oh, do you, really? Them. You don't like a good voicemail? I, I, I have, I save voicemails no, on my phone. Like it, I, I like voicemails. You know, it, it's funny when I, when I was first getting a phone, it was like, if it was important call, if it's not important text, now it's the exact opposite for me. If it's like, if it's important, send me a text and I'll get to it when I actually have time. But if it's not important and we just want to like you know talk, then call me. And if I can't, I can't answer. I can't answer. Oh, I'm I'm but leaving like, you a good. And know, really, a voicemail. It drives me crazy like, when someone doesn't have their voicemail box it. open and I can't leave them a voicemail. It drives me insane. Oh, no, I know. And I think no names, but I think LJ might have that right. Is your voice? Can you leave you a voicemail? Oh, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave me one. It's not going to get listened to. It just won't. I'm going to start leaving you both long-winded voicemails. Oh, dude, guess I who's going to waste their time? You, only you. Because because <laughs> I, I love a good voicemail. I, I I like receiving them. I like giving them. I just I want to tell you here's what I'm called for. And sometimes it's sometimes my voicemail might just be this is not a very important phone call. Just call me back whenever. But I really just had a question about you know something stupid. Inane. Well, that's what I assume all voicemails are. And then if you really need me, you'll say, hey, I have a question. Can you let me know when you get a second or something like that? See, I think I'm the exact opposite. If if a text message, if I call you, I probably need you more. Yeah. I need you to answer me more. But see, and I text think messages just. But okay, you're not a, you're not a person that texts that would text me and say, call me. Would you, Dad? Would you text me to tell me to call you? Rarely, because I hate getting those. Yeah, text I'd rather you just call me. Say, hey, call me. I'm like. I mean, what do you mean, me call you? Call me, asshole. What do you mean? You know, I'm sorry. I'm cussing a lot on this one, but you he's know, had a little too much malort to say. Don't text me and say, call me. Don't do that either. Just call me. But sometimes know? the person, yeah, no, sometimes fair. the person doing that, though, is just trying to give you the courtesy, like, hey, if you're busy, wait. But just when you get a second, just call me, you know, when you get a second. What oh, I prefer. I know. You're right. That's what I prefer right. is like, if it's important. Yeah, give me a call. And then if I don't answer, then text me, say, hey, give me a call when you get a chance. Then I know, yeah, okay, I'm with this that. is the real deal. 
But like leave a voice. I don't got time to listen to your voicemail. I know with LJ, leave him a text. If you know, that's a voicemail. I, he may or may not listen. I mean, I just know that about you, L. I won't. Kevin, I think would probably listen to a voicemail, but sounds I like think, he would happily. But I mean, apparently he gets a little aroused about. Yeah, they, they kind of they kind of tickle my fancy a little bit. So <laughs> okay, well, make you tell. Here, here, here's the poll. <laughs> the poll question is: If you call, if you call someone and they don't answer, do you leave a voicemail or not? Yeah, that's a great question. Because I think I, my answer I, is I, I text think people. Them. I think there's going to be more. I think there's a lot more no's than you would think. Dad, I think m- the majority do not leave voicemails. And I just think it's a long, a long lost art. Well, you sound like it's like writing a letter. It's not. Yeah, it's it's. There's something to a voicemail. I just think it's no. better than a stupid text you message. Romanticize? But, you know, no, that's no, that's stupid. No, I just right. don't accept well, it. It also kills. Now that no one leaves a voicemail, the fun prank of having you act like you answered the phone on your voicemail. Remember back in the that's day, I used to think I those were hilarious. When, oh my god. I hate, <laughs> I used worst. to have that. I loved it. I thought and it was then hilarious. you have to leave like in your voicemail. You're like, oh, I bet nobody ever falls for that one. Huh? <laughs> but of course you just did. <laughs> oh, so basically I just realized my whole life. Well, I've always known that I've spent the majority of my life annoying LJ, but especially <laughs> with my voicemail habits, I've just annoyed the shit out of LJ That's for just years. One of many, one of many yeah. things. That's just one of many ways. Kev. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time on this show. <laughs> We had a little fun with last week. We had uh, we we've had some withdrawals from the cautions, and I and I had a lot of fun with our question last week from you, Dad. So yeah. let, let's let's have another caution. Do you got another one for us? I I do have another one, and it's pretty good, although it, it talks about a VCR, so you'll it'll be a little <laughs> dated, but the point is still good. <laughs> All right, okay. Here goes. At long last, somebody invents the dream VCR. This machine allows oh. you to tape an entire evening's worth of your own dreams, which you can then watch at your leisure. However, the inventor of the Dream VCR will only allow you to use this device if you agree to a strange caveat. When you watch your dreams, you must do so with your family and your closest friends in the same room. They get Ooh. to watch your dreams along with you. And if you don't agree to this, you can't use the Dream VCR. Would you still do it? That... Uh, uh, so, so left, uh, the only way I can, <laughs> I can use this dream VCR and rewatch my dreams whenever I want. But the only stipulation is my whole family watches my dreams with me every time. Right? And closest friends. Okay. Yeah. Closest You're- friends also. I mean, so my first thought is there's no way he can enforce that, right? Like that's, <laughs> yeah, that's absurd. Well, I mean, but you got to do is agree to it. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Give me the dream. (laughs) But like if I take it. okay, so if I take it past that, we're in we're in the costume realm. You got you got to you got to get in the costume realm here. So just suspend suspend disbelief. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I think I I don't I don't need to say my dreams that bad. Can I get can I get in trouble for my dream? I I have no control over what I dream about. So can I actually get in trouble by what my dreams show? Yes. Can you? <laughs> yes. yes. Should you? No. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Should you? I don't think so. Could you? Absolutely. Um, I know I've gotten in trouble for things that I've done in Hannah's dreams before. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Dad, where do you stand? Would you would you use the dream VCR? It'd be really cool to see your dreams to be able to go back and. Well, yeah. what's what's interesting is you know very very not very often do I remember my dreams. 
And so the times when I have, I mean, there's been a lot of them that just come to mind have something to do with snakes. You know, there's yeah. just snakes everywhere and I hate snakes. Sure, or there'll be sure. fire sometimes and I have to save my family. I mean, then there's some some dreams that are probably of a more explicit nature sometimes. <laughs> right, right. That, uh, and honestly, I'm not even sure who all is in the dream, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But I just think watching some of those dreams with uh, other company would not yeah. be good. I guess I'm kind of with also, you where the, the thing, I, the problem I see with this is there's a lot more chances of watching a dream that would be really uncomfortable to watch with your family than there are watching yeah. a dream that would be really fun to watch with your family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a, right. there's a way better right. chance of watching something that's going to be really embarrassing to have to watch with all of your family and closest friends. Yeah. Like that. Oh, I met, I met class in my underwear. You know, I've had right. that a bunch, yeah. you know, taking a yeah. test in my underwear in college. I don't know. Oh my God. I'd, I'd still have dreams that I'm like, I, I forgot about a class that, uh, we're in finals week and I've got to deal with it. And I haven't been in school for, a while now. That's what I was going to, I was going to mention dad mentioned like some of his, he'll have like the snake or some kind. Cause you're, you're not a big snake fan, right? So that's kind of your bad dream. Yeah, no, it, there's I'm a snake involved. Not, yeah. My bad dreams are when, and it'll be like school or work or something where I've overslept or missed an alarm. And they, those yeah. are the worst. Cause they seem so real. And I wake up like freaking out like crap. I've, I've missed work completely. And yeah. those just kill me. Oh Yeah. Do you guys ever have dreams? I have dreams where like I have my head so in the zone on a project that like I'll make a change. So like I'll make a change to a sound design or whatever. And then in my dream, like I won't have actually done anything. And it's just like a, you know, one of those panic anxiety dreams. And then I'll wake up in the morning and I'll like start drafting an email to the stage manager to let them know what changes I made. <laughs> and then I realize about halfway through like opening up my laptop that it doesn't. That's not real. But like, I actually now, act on my dreams sometimes. I've not acted on them, but I know I have woke up before from a dream and been and been taken aback for a moment and then realized, oh, God, it was just a dream. Thank mm-hmm. God. You know, I mean, yeah. just absolute total relief yeah. that it was that it was a dream. And I actually I actually really like uh, bad dreams. I try to I stay try in a bad dream if I can. I want to stay in it as long as possible hmm. before waking the up. The adrenaline during the dream. And then when you wake up, the adrenaline of like, okay, so that's past and it's over and I'm safe. Like those two feelings hmm. are both so cool to me that like when I was a kid, I used to read. You remember that? Well, of course, you remember that book, The Strange Stories and Amazing Facts or whatever, mm-hmm. that Reader's mm-hmm. Digest book. Mm-hmm. I used to read the scary parts of that on purpose just so I could have a nightmare. And really? Yeah, just I think it's an awesome. I wouldn't feeling. when I'm I when I was younger, but now I think like if especially if it's cool to me if you can kind of you know, there's that moment when you're dreaming and you realize I'm in a dream. This is like this isn't lucid dream. Yeah, and it's like you realize this is like bad. What's going on? But I'm in a dream, so it's not going to affect me. Everything's cool, and I try to stay there as long as possible because you're still scared at certain things, but you realize it's yeah. not going to affect you once you wake up. At some point, you're going to wake up and it's all just going to have been a dream. And those are the coolest to me. In theory, you can you can have lucid dreams on purpose if you like have tricks where like some people will like look at their watch anytime, like every five minutes or so in life. And then so in their dream, they do that also. But then when they look at their watch in their dream, like the hands are always spinning funny or something like that. So it's like kind of like inception. And then they can say, mm. OK, so I'm in a dream right now. 
let's take off and fly. And then they have like full control over everything in the universe. I've read about lucid dreaming and how you can Ooh, kind yeah. of, you can kind of do that and steer yeah, it. Yeah. Like it's, it'd be cool. But all right. So dad, so back to the question. Yeah, let's, I want to <laughs> so, yeah, circle gotta, back. LJ, you sounded like you are not doing this or I, well, for one, I really don't have an interest in reliving my dreams. Uh, like dad was saying, I think most of my dreams that actually wake me up tend to be ones that aren't really fun to relive or, you know, like the memory is the memory and that's, you know, that's it. Yeah. So I don't really have any interest in watching a tape of me running from a T-Rex in the Museum of Natural Science or something <laughs> like that. Like there's who cares? Um, okay. So so what what's the benefit then of watching it with my whole family besides just being made fun of or doing something wrong or there's just not there's not a big benefit yeah. to me. So I'd say I don't need it. Dad? You know, I I think I would. I think yeah. I would try it because I think, um, I mean, you could decide not to. You can go, you know what? All right. I'm tired. Take your dream VCR back if it yeah. if it's bad. I think what would be interesting would be able to almost historically say I had this dream and think back where I was so I when you have in my life, yeah. you know, maybe there was anxiety over a certain thing at work. And that's why I showed up in underwear unprepared, you know, or. Yeah. Whatever. And then also, you know, that feeling of deja vu you get. You might be able to say, oh, no, if I look at April 2nd, 2017, that's when I, I lived. I lived this moment. I dreamed and then you that can look and, and see if that was that. real or not. Yeah. And see if that feeling's baloney or. I, so I think I would. I think I would say I would I would take the dream VCR. I think I'm I'm siding with LJ. I don't think I'm doing the dream VCR. Like there there's times where I thought. Like I woke up and thought, man, I don't, I don't remember what that dream was, but there was a really good dream going on. And there's, there's very few. It doesn't happen very often, but there's times where I'm like, man, I wish I could really remember that. So it would be cool to have the VCR, but I think there's more times where it would be weird or either embarrassing or just troublesome <laughs> to have to watch whatever I was dreaming about, whether it's yeah, like, or I guess it. it I'm just trying to think of if there's a dream and someone else is in your dream, that's, then you get the question of why are you dreaming about this person if you're like, say, yeah, in a relationship right. or something. Right. I just feel like the, but there's more bad potential than there is good potential of being able to see see this dream back. So I think I think I'm going to I think I'm going to skip it. That's two no's and a, and a yes. OK, <laughs> I look forward so. to watching your dreams. Yep. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. We're not going to be able to get together that often. I could only watch my dreams at Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> yeah, either that or like the caveat is like we we now have to move closer, which is kind of a win-win for you yeah, in some ways cool. anyway. All so. right. The Thanksgiving <laughs> meal is over. Before we start watching the Cowboys lift, let's throw some dreams on real quick. <laughs> yeah, let's like, watch some uh, dreams no, for dinner. No, 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 no. Let's don't watch last night. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, as we we've mentioned, we've mentioned some driving, and as y'all know, I, I told y'all I did some driving this this past weekend. So, on I was I wanted something to listen to that was uh, that I haven't listened to it in a while, and so what I went to, I did a little throwback, and All I right. got I put some Nelly on, listened to some Nelly Bill oh. and Country Grammar, and oh. I forgot how good Country Grammar and Nelly Bill were. Those yes. are some good albums. Yeah. Every time I and, drive through St. Louis, I sing, you can find me in St. Louis. Yes, that song is just awesome. And I really, those albums are, I love the interludes in those. With Cedric the Entertainer. Is yeah. that who it is in there? It's too funny. Yeah, yeah. Cedric the Entertainer. 
Like at one point, he's also like, "Hey, you gotta name. let me know when you say Louie. You gotta let me know." Hit my, he's like, "You can either call me or call my cousin because he always knows the beeper that I have on me that you can reach me on. If you need to tell me to call, I'll call him back." And I was just long thing. Just those are hilarious. You know, that's the thing. Okay, so that's what you're. That's what's dying. Um, that you want to save is the the voicemail rap skit. Yes, only voicemail, so it's not going to make sense anymore. Right, and I and you you like those interludes are great in there, don't you think? They're funny. Yeah, they're funny. And now well, like, they it's okay they for it to be dated. He's talking about his pager, but you can you can always do that and always talk about your pager and also maybe talk about the tape that you rented from Blockbuster. Well, That's fine. Have, like let you, it be a dated thing. You have the Kendrick one where in a uh, Good Kid, Mad City, where his mom's leaving voicemails. And it's like, can you put a call? Where's, a lot, but. where's the car at? He's over here whining about his damn dominoes. He's drunk. I need the car. I need to get out of here. It's just good stuff. Those interludes are great. Yeah, and since people sure. like you don't leave and check voicemails, we're losing them. You're the death of good interludes is what's happening, LJ. No, no, that just means I'm not going to make it onto your mixtape, which is probably okay for the world. Well, you know what? You're sleeping on this mixtape, first off. And... <laughs> And you're right. You won't be on it, especially now. So, <laughs> but Nellyville, uh, the, 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 the two songs that are from the two albums that I, I really would listen to is St. Louis. Uh, you, you brought it up. That one was one of them. And then yeah. I, I, I love, uh, uh, Air Force Ones. I can't, that's always a good yeah, song. I, I, just, I still know Murphy Lee's entire verse. <laughs> it's just good. There's a lot of bangers on the, on the albums, but it just Nelly was really good. I kind of miss some good old Nelly. I haven't, you know, that, so the pl- Spotify does the playlist of like the time capsule, right? Yeah. And the so what it like it often does is it'll tell me like you should listen to, you know, you the song that you listened to when you were a kid. But it's like I didn't. I just listened to it now and it happened to come out at the right time. But the one thing it gets right, Murphy Lee, it stacks that playlist with Murphy Lee. And I love does it, it. Really? Yes. Murphy Lee is boy. <laughs> You're right, though. Yeah. That Air Force One, that his whole thing. I just, yeah. I, I really, I, I was like the guy on office space, you know, turning up the, turn, <laughs> turn up the radio and I was just like jamming. What was that? Michael Bolton on, on office yeah, space. Michael <laughs> Bolton. Yeah. Michael Bolton. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, LJ, what, what have you been listening to? Anything good been in yours? Yeah. I've been listening to Erica Badu. Um, hey. specifically, uh, uh, hello, uh, which has got Andre 3000 in it and it's spectacular. And uh, and get money is just an awesome song. Yeah. But really, just anything by Erica Badu is she's just amazing. So speaking of which, I don't listen to enough. I, I, that's probably someone I should give a listen to because I don't listen to much Erica Badu. I really don't know much, but I like what I've heard. But you mentioned Andre Three Thousand. That's someone who I'm I'm missing music from Andre Three Stacks. Yeah. Lo- it, yeah, it's just he's so different than everyone else. It's just, yeah. It's different, but but that's the other thing. Mm. We okay, so we were talking about magic or middle. We were talking about middle the other day um, okay. or last week, and one of the things that kills me about music is that uh, you don't have to go and search out that song anymore, and so you'll get tired of it without ever having to pick it on Spotify from here on out, right? Like it's gonna be played yeah. enough that you'll never have to listen to it on your own accord ever again. Yeah, and that's the awesome thing about Andre Three Thousand. Is if you want to listen to him, you got to go out of your way and listen to him, and that's awesome. Well, that's what He's also so makes him even though. better. Is yeah, he never gets watered down. Like you only hear him so often that every time you yeah. hear him, you want a little more. You want a little more Andre right. three thousand. But then there's only he only features once every now and then on a song, right? And when he does, mm. it's really good. Yeah. So that that's what, my thoughts. Is it's okay that he doesn't? But. Yeah. What have you been listening to, Dad? All right. Well, 
a buddy asked me for a really interesting thing. He said, I want to make a playlist. Your dog talks to you? No, no, my, no. no oh. I, I said, a buddy. Oh, a buddy. I thought you said buddy. I was like, whoa. No, no, no. So D, D4 up at the river. Do y'all know uh, D? I don't know if y'all have met D4 up at the river. But so D4 said, I want to know your top five songs. I'm putting together a playlist, a river playlist. Top five and songs. He said, give me, give me five Ugh. river songs. Okay. That's so, so mean. That really put me back. I thought that's not something to take lightly. I want to give that yeah. some thought. He just said, give me six hours of your life. Well, I, he did. <laughs> yeah. And he got he got a lot of thought and effort from me. So I came up with five songs. And I'm, so I won't have an album or anything like that. Sure. Uh, but here are the songs that I, I gave D4 as as five songs for the river. One, okay. and probably you would guess, Lock Lusa by J.J. Yeah. Gray and Mofro. Mm-hmm. This one might surprise you. Party in the USA, Miley Cyrus. Uh, I'm sorry. Jam. I love it. Just I just love jam. it. It's a jam. Yeah, it's a jam. It just reminds to it me of Little River. <laughs> so, all right. The next one is Zach Brown, Where the Boat Leaves From, which one would think toes would be better. I got my ass in the sand and whatever, toes in the sand. But Where the Boat Leaves From, I got that cabin at a Little River. And, you know, if you listen to that song, it's your problems. You can drop them in the blue ocean if you can just get to Where the Boat Leaves From. Well, Little River was where the boat left from for me, you know, and and so yeah. that song was definitely one. And then the last two, you will probably know too. Okay, sitting at a bar, yeah. rehab. I mean, that's just and yeah. then sexy can I Ray J? That was oh, that was. I my knew five. that had to be on there. I <laughs> sexy can was... I had to be on there. I knew so, if I had to guess all five, I was guessing one of them for sure. <laughs> so those five will be on Pop's playlist. You know, uh, it's do, not do, an album this week. Do those songs go like in the same boat as just good karaoke? Like, is it a good river song, a good karaoke song, like a good song to sing to? Is that because those songs are all songs I you think, can sing yeah. along really well to? I think yes. yes. I I think to have a good river song, you need to be able to after a handful of drinks and a group of people. Sing it yeah. loudly. I'll tell yeah. you what, LJ, you probably, and I, I, dad's, I think, likes making playlists too. And I know, I just feel like you would just with being a sound designer and kind of, there's nothing better That's to me than making a really yeah. cool, like one, I just enjoy making a playlist, but then there's nothing better when you're at like, we're all hanging out playing cards or something and there's just music playing and your playlist just keeps every song that comes on. People are like, Oh yeah. Or like every song yeah. people like, that's like the, the best feeling in the world is when your playlist is just banging and everyone's singing along. You're absolutely you absolutely right. Just press play. Yeah. Just, just press, press play. play. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> you know what the I, worst thing is though? Now I like, since, since it's my job to like listen to music and have good taste. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like anytime someone's like LJ, pick out some music. It's like, okay, here's an opportunity for you to judge me. Oh, it, like no it feels doubt. professional. Like it doesn't feel like a just a we're hanging out. I like every time a song comes on, I'm like looking around the room. Like, is this gonna is this gonna play? Well, all right, this played. Okay. So before oh. before oh. when I would try to when I like if I were handed the the at uh, the proverbial ox cord as people say, right? And I was and right. I was playing music. I would want to like I would almost want to like play something like oh here's something y'all don't really know but that y'all really like. But yeah. I don't like doing that anymore. More so now, I want to play. I, I want to like be able to capture the the room, play the hits, yeah. the room. Yeah, the- you got to do both. You got to do both, in my opinion, to really succeed. Is like what what you really want is like for ninety percent of the time, everybody be singing along, having a good time, or or doing whatever they're doing, but still enjoying it. And then ten percent of the time, saying, "Who is this? Well, who is that? Wait a who is that song? Who- yeah, yeah." Yeah, that's what you really want. That's a perfect yeah. playlist. I don't know. Making yeah. playlists. I enjoy the making of a playlist and then because I think yeah. I enjoy making it because I just enjoy 
the times where we're all just hanging out, playing cards, you know, maybe t- yeah. drinking some drinks on the back porch and there's just music playing and we're all just hanging out. I just like, yeah. I can go back to that exact moment and feel like we're all hanging out while I'm making yeah. a playlist. So it's kind of, it's fun. Well, yeah. it's some people when you're playing a playlist, it's so one song comes on that's not just, you know, somebody invariably wants to come up. Oh, plug my phone in, plug my phone in. I'm just, yeah. just no. chill. Give it some time. And so now if you're at my house, you're listening to my tunes, whatever. Yeah. You like it or yeah. don't. If right. I choose to give you the aux cord, then I choose to give you the aux cord. If I don't offer you the aux cord, don't ask for it because you don't ain't getting even. it. <laughs> like, just, and by the way, it's, it's, save it's your breath. It's like leaving a voicemail on my phone. Nobody's going to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's one thing just the, real quick on uh, we don't even use aux cords anymore because everything's Bluetooth, but it will always be like, hand me the aux cord. Like, that's just the way I'm always going to say it forever now. Sure. But, mm-hmm. Well, I want to say I do have one more thing on music. So, <laughs> OK, I no. think my taste in music is the best. I mean, <laughs> it's in, odd. In, in the world. <laughs> no, I think mine is. the. If, what, can't you all say that if you can't say that yeah. about your own taste in music? What's wrong with you? Obviously, if your taste in music's not the best to you, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah. I mean, good well, Lord. And those are the people that are like, I, I, it blows my mind. I'll overhear conversations where it's like, someone will say like, hey, you want to pick out a song? And they'll be like, oh, I don't really listen to music or I don't know music. How? How? <laughs> how do you know? How? <laughs> yeah. This is like, what do you, I don't what do, know you do? Yeah. I don't know how smells work. I don't like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. All right. And I guess that will wrap up another week of the Just Press Play pod. Uh, real quick, Dad. So by the time we record this next week, I want to get your prediction. I want you to put it on wax. By the time we record next week, it'll be either the series will be over in both final in both conference finals or it'll be game seven of each. So if you had to this time next week, what will be going on? Will the series be over? Who will won? Or will they still which one, be in the which game one are we talking about first? Which one? Warriors Rockets. If, if this time next week, if if there's a game seven, it'll be played next Monday. So what? Where will that series be a week from today? That's a tough call. I think it'll be over though. I think it'll be over in six. Warrior, Warriors and six. Golden State. Golden State and six. Okay. And All then right. Cavs Celtics. Their game seven will be Sunday next week if they go to seven games. I can see that one going seven games. I can absolutely see that going seven games. And then, so we got game seven. That would would be be Boston Boston. at home for game seven. Would you you take? I would take. You taking Boston over LeBron? Really? Yeah, Yeah. over the best player in a game seven. But they've got more good players on Boston's team. Um, I mean, they've got LeBron, who is a freaking amazing. But Boston has Tatum, uh, Smart, uh, you know, Al Horford, just Mister Consistent. Jalen Brown, yeah, I agree. Jalen Brown, yeah. I mean, I know I'm leaving some people out, so yeah. So we got. So you're saying this time next week, both series will be ending on. Well, so game seven for Celtics winning seven and Warriors winning six. Yeah. What, so what the time is to, next week? I want to watch that game seven next week. I so think I think the Warriors win the next three games and win in five. I think they dominate the rest of the series. I just think they're the better team. Steph Curry gets going. Durant's the best player on the court. And then I, I just, I'm not, I'm not betting against LeBron. I'm just not doing it. I, I okay. gotta see him not make the finals, even though I totally get it. And the Celtics have a better team. Just, I'm taking the best player in that series. But I don't argue. LJ, with LJ, you. what you got? What you, who you got in the finals? Dude, come on. What, well, what you got? Uh, 
Kendrick, SZA, Schoolboy Q, J Rock. They're all going to be in Chicago uh, June fifteenth. So I'm is, it at that right now. is it SZA or SZA? Is it SZA? I don't know. I've heard SZA. I've also I always feel like I should say SZA because they're all capitalized. So it feels yeah, like yeah, SZA. Is that who you're talking yeah. about? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got. I, I'm also wondering: Are we like signing off? Are we starting a segment here? This is it. This is it. This this is wrapping up Malort's very own Just Press Play podcast. I'm gonna go. I, I, I don't have any. I don't have work tonight, so I might go pour me up some Malort's right now yep. and just have a I couple think drinks. I have a glass of Malort. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, a couple of Malort's is that? That yeah. may be a dichotomy. Oh, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> One Malort usually will do you. That'll do it for this week. <laughs> and and if you could go on and, and just I just need to know if there's other people like LJ that are that are the cause of the death of the voicemail or if more people are like me and dad but go ahead and let us know if you leave voicemails or if you just don't even don't even entertain the thought and uh, you can find us on our the show notes are always online at justpressplaypod.com hit us on Facebook and uh, at Twitter at JPP podcast so just just hit us up man we appreciate you uh, giving us a listen and until next week we're out. Peace. Peace. And then Lobot and also told sense. me to say, he was like, man, I appreciate y'all. Give me a little shout out. That was, was kind of cool. <laughs> He's like, yeah. y'all, he said, y'all did it perfectly to where no one let me live on my high horse too long. Like y'all said, transition yeah. to the worst. He's going to laugh. That's we're going to roll with Lobot. That's just, that's Lobot. <laughs> yeah, Cody was like, I was getting ready to throw up. Y'all were congratulating the big redhead too much. And then y'all ended it perfectly.